Coming up next on the Pod Wheels Network, you'll hear The Highway to Hope, the official podcast of the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. This edition of The Highway to Hope will feature an interview with new SCF president Joyce Brenny. Here's a preview. These truck drivers, they don't expect anything. They don't expect any rewards, any awards for what they're doing. Right now, speaking for the truck drivers that are with Brenny and the ones I know beyond our company, they just kind of shrug their shoulders and just go, well, it's what I do. They really don't even look at it any differently, even though the rest of us are going, oh my God, you're going into this hot area and that hot area. The other day I was thinking about it and I think these truck drivers, judging by the few that are getting sick and it's slim to nil, they have an amazing immune system. And I think that is because they go everywhere to every part of the country and um, all the people they're in contact with and so on. So I just think that they really do have an amazing immune system, thank goodness but they just also have an amazing can-do attitude. They don't expect anything. They're just selfless individuals. And yeah, I love them. Welcome back to the Highway to Hope, the official podcast of the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. Thanks for connecting with us again here on the Pod Wheels Network. The SCF Highway to Hope podcast is dedicated to placing a spotlight on the important work being done every week of the year by the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. As you heard in our preview, Joyce Brenny will be our featured guest on this edition of the podcast. Joyce is the owner and CEO of Brenny Transportation and Brenny Specialized, which is based in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Joyce also serves as the new president of the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. Joyce will be talking with SCF Director of Philanthropy and Development Shannon Courier, who serves as your host for the Highway to Hope. Shannon is joined on this podcast by Greg Thompson, the executive producer of the Pod Wheels Network. In addition to the conversation with Joyce, Shannon and Greg will also interview Matthew Miller from Ambest. Matthew will be discussing the company's long relationship with SCF as a sponsor. He'll also be talking about the company's recent donation to SCF in the wake of the COVID-19 national emergency. During his interview, Matthew will be sharing the initial details of an exciting promotion that Ambest will be holding later in the year involving a classic American-made car. Before we hear from Matthew, we'll be introducing you to SCF's new president, Joyce Brenning. Now let's go to Greg Thompson and Shannon Courier. As you'll hear, Greg connected with Shannon through Zoom Audio. Hello everybody, Greg Thompson from the Podwheels Network, back with you on the SCF Highway to Hope podcast. It's our second of three episodes that we are releasing in June. I'm back with Shannon Courier from SCF. And Shannon, we've got a great podcast, Living in the COVID-19 Era, and the adjustments that we're making. Yes, there's been a lot of changes. And so we're talking about what life looks like in the middle of COVID-19 and hopefully coming up on the end of COVID-19. We've been talking about that new normal for us and everyone really in this industry and across the country. We're going to dig a little deeper in these next couple of episodes. This past episode, you all heard we talked with Charles Culverhouse, CEO of OWI, who are the makers of Peak and Blue Death products. We're going to continue that conversation with some other sponsors we have, Matthew Miller from Ambest. And we're also going to hear from our board president, CEO and owner of Brenny Transportation. That is Joyce Brenny. So we're looking forward to talking with all of these folks. Well, we're going to hear from Matthew a little bit later in the podcast. Let's talk a little bit about Joyce, because I know you've known her for quite a while, and she has come into SCF, came into it, as our listeners will hear, in 2012, and she's really worked to make a difference with you guys. 
She really has. She joined us in 2012 on our board. We have a volunteer board and she joined us there and then stepped into the vice president position. And she has held that position for the last several years. Our board president, Tom Litkus from TA Petro, retired this past year. So we were needing a new board president. Obviously made sense for Joyce just to move up and step into that position. And she's going to share her thought process on that. You know, when you step into a presidential position on a board, you're stepping into a big leadership position. And Joyce likes to do things a certain way. She's very motivating. She's very driven. She's going to talk about how her thought process of being a company owner and having done everything in the business pretty much to work her way up to company owner, how all of that affected her thought process in accepting this president position because she holds us to a high standard and she wanted to be sure that we were all ready for that, her and us. We definitely were and it's been a great year so far. We're looking forward to hearing her story and her background. And Shannon, another thing that our listeners are going to hear is Joyce's story about how she entered the trucking industry. And when you think about it, when she entered the trucking industry, as you'll hear in our interview, there were not very many women involved in the industry. And now she's advanced to not only entering it as a driver and progressing, but progressing all the way to becoming an owner and now in a leadership position with SCF as well. Right. She really did start at the very beginning at a young age, about 18 years old. She stepped into being a driver, got her CDL, and she's seen a lot. She's seen a lot of changes. She's learned a lot along the way, and she's going to share a lot of those experiences with our listeners. So you'll understand that she really does know what the industry looks like from just stepping in as a brand new young female driver, where very few females were, all the way working up to starting her own company. That's what she did. She and her husband, he stood beside her the whole way, and now they have an awesome company, Brenny Transportation. Well, let's take a listen to our interview with Joyce Brenny. Today on the SCF podcast, Highway to Hope, we want to welcome our new president of St. Christopher Fund, Joyce Brenny. She is the owner CEO of Brenny Transportation and Brenny Specialized. Joyce, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Shannon. I am honored to be here. We are excited to let our listeners learn a little more about how you got started in the industry and what you have done over your years in the industry. Let's start at the beginning. Tell our listeners how you got started in the trucking industry. I've always been looking for a short version of this. Quite honestly, I did start in the industry driving semi-truck and it was kind of unintentional, but it was 1980. I graduated from high school and there basically were no jobs. Having grown up on a farm with brothers and driving tractors and trucks, it just kind of came natural. So that's how I started in the industry. It went from that to behind the scenes, dispatch, sales, and eventually became the general manager of a logistics company, trucking company, and 1996 decided it was time to do it a a different way and put uh, people before profit. So Brandy Transportation was founded in 1996. Trucking is basically all I know and all I've done. Joyce, what was your philosophy when you founded Bernie Transportation? The whole premise behind wanting to do things my way is kind of what I said. I told my husband I just was really tired of the way people were treated, people being treated like numbers, specifically truck drivers not being valued to the level I felt they should be valued because they are the front line. They are the reason there is a trucking industry. 
I either have to do things my way or I'm getting out of the industry altogether and going back to school and getting my master's degree. My husband, Todd, said, whatever you decide, I will support you. And little did he know what he was getting himself into. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about that for a moment because you are really a trailblazing pioneer. You got into the trucking industry in 1980. That was pre-deregulation. There were probably six women in trucking period and now we're talking six or seven percent of the whole industry can you talk to us about your journey as a woman in this industry and to have founded a company and some of the challenges that you met and some of the opportunities that you found along the way i think those obstacles they continue to this day they still are going on and shannon's known me a while i typically don't dwell on the negative overcoming and using those obstacles as building stones to rise above it. But in the early 80s, there wasn't even typically a place for women to take a shower in the truck stops. It was a different world. I was so young and naive to what was going on. I didn't realize just how lopsided it was. Growing up with brothers, I never really had a fear of being around guys. So that wasn't the issue. I think it was just more eventually realizing that, oh, gee, isn't where women typically work, and this really isn't typically a career for women. Then it kind of went from fear to, I got this, I can do this. I never really was looking for any particular favors or handouts or doing anything different than just one of the truckers. And I think that's how I roll to this day. I'll run into some obstacles and I have to remind myself, oh, that's right. I'm a woman in trucking, so I have to just make sure I play the right cards. It's sad, but it's still happening. I'll let it get me down for a half a minute and then I keep on trucking. Shannon, looking at the list of awards that Joyce has compiled over her career, she's certainly been an inspiration to a lot of folks in this industry. Can you talk to her about that a little bit? Joyce has been in this industry for a long time, like she said, since 1980 after graduating. In the last 19 years, we've got safety awards, driver health awards, Samaritan awards, influential woman of the year, ethics awards, family business awards. I could keep going. There are more on the list. It clearly Mm -hmm. is a testimony to being a strong female who is trailblazing in this industry. And you clearly have a heart for the industry and for the drivers. And you know what it's like to be a driver. And you've pretty much done everything between being a driver and being a company owner. You've made every step along the way. So you know what it's like. So your heart has always been, and I know personally, to give back. And I see you do that in lots of ways. But it makes sense, obviously, for you to be part of an industry charity. We are not the only charity that you are involved with. But tell everybody how you did get involved with St. Christopher Fund. At the time, it was 2012, I believe, is the year that I was introduced to St. Christopher's Fund. At that time, I was the chair of the Minnesota Trucking Association. A few years prior to that, had lost my father-in-law, who was also a truck driver, to issues in relation to a truck accident that he did not cause. He was actually hit by a drunk driver, and my mother-in-law and him were in the truck together. Over the course of the years, that happened in 2008 was the accident. But I found that he was lacking in resources for medical, for psychological help, just things in relation to what a truck driver goes through. So quite honestly, what my intention was, was to fund my own 
Trucking Families, which now is just a Facebook page, but my own foundation to help truck drivers through medical expenses and psychological issues and so on. At the time, I was turned on to St. Christopher's Trucker Relief Fund and learned more about that. And I thought, well, I'm kind of running a trucking company here. So they already have the foundation going. So why not jump on board and partner with St. Christopher's rather than starting my own entity and doubling up my workload? I am a very spiritual person. It feels like my prayers were answered because God knew I needed to stay here running the trucking company and keeping things rolling with Brenny. St. Christopher's already had a foundation was started and I could jump on board and help that way. So that's what I did. I was asked to be on the board in 2012. So it was right at the same time that I was the chair of the Minnesota Trucking Association. My heart was just overwhelmed with gratitude that St. Christopher's kind of found me. I found it. We found each other. And it was meant to be because I just really feel the philosophy speaks to everything I was trying to do as far as charity and helping drivers with the medical side of things, psychological side, the health and well-being side of things. And it came together. So it was just meant to be. I've been on the board now for eight years. So you joined us in 2012 and you've been the vice president for the last five years. This year, you accepted our board president position first female board president that we've had, knowing the goals that you have just for your company and how you run your company, how you live your life personally, a lot of that's going to play over into the goals that you set as president of the charity that you're leading. Share with our listeners the goals that you and the SCF team are working towards this year. The goals are so important. And when Donna Kennedy, the director, asked me to consider being the president. I really did have to think about it because, again, anyone that knows me knows I don't do anything halfway. It's going to be full-hearted or it's not going to be at all. So I had to really think about if I had the capacity to take this on. My heart is there and love the St. Christopher's Truck Relief Fund, and that's what I knew I needed to do. So, yes, I said, accept the position of president. So with that, A few goals, a short list, but strong goals that we can really, really keep a focus on. So the first goal was driving to a million in 2020. Driving to a million, meaning we want to take in $1 million of donations in 2020. Keep in mind, this is a pretty high goal because 2017 was the highest amount of donations we ever received. And that was 770,000 right in that area. A million dollars was a high goal. And I knew that. We are on track right now to beat that goal. And I think Donna and I looked at it a week or so ago and it is 1.2 million if things keep going the way they are. So let's cross our fingers, say our prayers. So driving to a million, that was goal number one. Goal number two was to grow our donors and retain our donors, at least 80% of them. I believe we're on track for that as well. And we definitely have increased our donorship. We have some new donors. I like to tell people, I don't have a huge grossing company. Our company is about a $25 million company. But after 40 years in the industry, I know a lot of people. So if anything, my connections, I'm putting a lot of that to use and to work and it's paying off. I'm doing the ask, and I think a lot of those folks are coming forward, Pat Card being one of those individuals, us buying uh, Peterbilt and Kenworth trucks, that connection has helped that donation come into St. Christopher's. And goal number three is expand our health and wellness initiatives. We really want to focus on helping these drivers if they have illnesses and things that do occur. 
but we really want to keep them well. So that's an important, important goal for us is the health and wellness. So rigs without SIGs is something that still continues to help in these drivers quit smoking and work on that. Again, mental health is really important to me because my degree is in psychology, so I have a passion for mental health. Helping our drivers have a resource to go to in the event of depression and so on. We just really want to do anything we can to get uh, information and education to the drivers, to the America's driving team force about wellness initiatives. So we're coaching and helping them with healthier lifestyle, eating, drinking water, exercise. Those three goals are what we're working hard on. And we have a dedicated, devoted board of directors. And those folks are just committed and we are strong and on board. It's rocking. Real fast for our listeners who might not know, our board members are 100% volunteer. Nobody on our board gets paid. Nobody on our board gets a bonus at the end of the year. You all are donating your time on top of running companies, being presidents of companies, VPs of companies, marketing directors of companies. You all are very busy, but your heart to support drivers by supporting St. Christopher Fund is seen in your efforts every day as you said, reaching out to your contacts and letting them know that we're here, that we need them, and why we do what we do, sharing your passion for being a part of St. Christopher Funds. That's where we see the difference. That's where we see these companies stepping up and saying, I didn't know St. Christopher was there. I had not really known what was available for drivers. And now that I know, I want to be a part of it. We've had great leadership from day one, and we're we're excited to continue that leadership with you, Joyce. Thank you. Joyce, you brought something up that I find fascinating, and it speaks to the power of SCF and what you're doing for the industry. You guys, prior to COVID-19, had set a goal of a million dollars in fundraising, as you said. We're in the middle of the pandemic and right now, and you can hear me knocking on a coffee table, you guys are projecting to be on track to actually go past a million dollars. The pandemic has thrown in a lot of, not just illness, but a lot of financial ills out there. What can you say about the response that SCF has seen since the pandemic? I think that's the amazing part. Kind of when this started, like the whole country, we panicked as well. We had a couple emergency board meetings and we talked about backing off grants to the drivers. We just really figured, what are we going to do? We rolled up our sleeves and we just said, we're all on board. Let's tackle this. Let's stay positive. And let's really not let fear be our ruler. The majority of us are very spiritual and we put the fear in the back seat and we drove forward. It's the trucking industry, too, that always jumps forward when something bad happens. The trucking industry saves the day all the time. (laughs) So when we put the ask out and to the vendors and so on, as well as the drivers and the trucking companies, it was noticed and it came forth. We panicked a little bit, but that's okay. We came together. We regrouped. We rehatched our plan and we took off driving again and we're on track. It's got to make you feel good because the fact that the industry did come together industries come together many times, as you know, over the years. But this was a time when the industry really came together. And as everybody knows, the shelves would definitely be empty if the drivers weren't out there working in these frontline conditions. What can you say about what the trucking companies have done in this situation? Your company, other companies, and the professional drivers out there working in these conditions. And then to have SCF as a backstop if they hit a COVID situation and hit hard economic times. 
these truck drivers again, and you can see they're so amazing. They don't expect anything. They don't expect any rewards, any awards for what they're doing. Right now, speaking for the truck drivers that are with Brainy and the ones I know beyond our company, they just kind of shrug their shoulders and just go, well, it's what I do. They really don't even look at it any differently, even though the rest of us are going, oh my God, you're going into this hot area and that hot area. The other day I was thinking about it and I think these truck drivers, judging by the few that are getting sick and it's slim to nil, they have an amazing immune system. And I think that is because they go everywhere to every part of the country and um, all the people they're in contact with and so on. So I just think that they really do have an amazing immune system, thank goodness but they just also have an amazing can-do attitude. They don't expect anything. They're just selfless individuals. And yeah, I love them. Joyce, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners? Here's something I just want to say. Champions never give up. There's a quote that says, champions don't show up to get everything they want. They show up to give everything they have. That sums up what truck drivers are and how they roll in one quote. I think that's perfect. I know you feel about drivers and that's how we feel as St. Christopher Fund staff about drivers. They are committed. They are strong people. They are going to do their job when it needs to be done and they're going to do it to the best of their ability. They're going to do it well. They're going to do it safely. They're going to do everything they can to make sure that this country and the people of this country have what we need, not just during this pandemic, but every day. Right. Exactly. All the time. I do have one other question to ask you, Joyce. You are famous for making cookies for your team. Is 2020 going to be a cookie year or does COVID-19 throw a curveball into that? Oh, absolutely not. So Driver Appreciation Week, we'll be here baking cookies in the morning. And depending on what goes on, if we have to wear masks and gloves and package them up in baggies, that's what we'll do. Whatever we need to do. Our drivers love it. And they love walking into the break room and smelling the cookies in the morning and just kind of chit-chatting for a while and heading out on their weeks. We're not stopping that. (laughs) Just out of curiosity, how did the tradition start? Just trying to think of something different. There's not going to be too many men that own trucking companies that are going to bake cookies for their drivers in the morning. Just having that family feel is more what it's about than anything. And that's kind of how we are here at our company. Every month we designate a different charity. And this month is the St. Christopher's. We've done a meat raffle, silent auctions, quilt auctions, just about anything you can think of from dunk tanks to you name it. Joyce, thank you for joining us thank today. You for I know us. you have a lot going on over there and you're very busy and I appreciate you taking time to let everybody learn a little bit more about who you are and who your company is and the plans for St. Christopher Fund for this year. And if anybody's looking for a place to get on board with in 2020, St. Christopher would love to have you join our mission. Absolutely. Thank you both. It was an honor. You're listening to the Pod Wheels Network presentation of The Highway to Hope, the official podcast of the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. The St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund is a charity that helps over the road and regional truck drivers and their families when an illness or injury occurring within the last year has caused them to be out of work. SCF is also working to provide programs, including health and wellness initiatives that are designed to benefit professional drivers and the trucking industry. If you are a professional truck driver or a family member of a driver who's in need of assistance following an illness or injury, please visit the organization's website at truckersfund.org. That's truckersfund.org. 
Over its history, the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund has raised more than $3 million through the generous support of donations by corporate sponsors, groups, and countless individuals who are part of the trucking community at large. As the country continues to deal with the COVID-19 national emergency, the need for assistance for professional drivers and their families has never been greater. SCF is continually working to grow its donor base, and you might be able to help in the effort to pay it forward through SCF. If you are interested in becoming a supporter of the work done by SCF, please visit truckersfund.org and click on the Donate button. Visit truckersfund.org and consider making a donation today. Now let's go back to the Highway to Hope podcast on the Podwheels Network. Here's Shannon Courier, the Director of Philanthropy and Development for the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund, and Greg Thompson, the Executive Producer of the Podwheels Network. Hello again, everybody. We're back on the SCF Highway to Hope podcast. Greg Thompson from the Podwheels Network, along with Shannon Courier from SCF. Thanks, everybody, for making us part of your day. And Shannon, we're talking about life in the COVID-19 era that's forced everyone to change their approach to what they're doing. We've talked about how SCF has retooled. One of the areas that you guys really had to look at was how you were going to approach fundraising because you were losing in-person events and you guys are anticipating a greater need with COVID-19 being out there. You guys really had to do some scrambling and part of that was to reach out to your sponsors, right? It was, yes. We started reaching out to existing sponsors to see who had the ability to maybe give us some additional support during this time. Finding new sponsors sometimes takes time and we knew that we were anticipating a quick influx of applications. We wanted to be prepared for those quickly. So we began reaching out to people that we were already in contact with in the hopes that they had some availability to maybe make an additional donation this year. So we had some money sitting there to help us meet the needs of the applicants that were calling us. One of those companies that we reached out to was Ambest. Matthew Miller is the Vice President of Sales and Service Centers at Ambest. Not only are they donors, Matthew was a friend. We spent a little time talking about what the need was and what we were anticipating. And the Ambest team just really jumped on board, put the word out to their members. They really wanted to be a part of it and offer what they could during this time. And so they did an internal fundraiser. Their members were donating and then Ambest was going to turn around and match the donation. That's where we started with our fundraising with them. We got to talk to Matthew, do a little interview with him to include in our podcast because we wanted everyone to hear a little more about Ambest if they don't know a whole lot about them, but also what they have been doing to support drivers during this COVID-19 crisis. And then a little bit about looking forward, hopefully to their annual meeting and what their giveaway is for this year. He's actually announcing that on the podcast, correct? He is. He is announcing what their giveaway is for their annual meeting for this year. So we are excited to share what that is going to be. And it's pretty awesome, I'll have to say. It's our pleasure right now to welcome Matthew Miller from Ambest. Matthew, welcome to the SCF Highway to Hope podcast. It's great to have you here. We're here to talk about Ambest donation that you guys made to SCF. Before Shannon and I talk to you about that, tell our listeners a little bit about Ambest. Give us a little bit of background on the company. Well, first of all, thank you, Greg, and thank you, Shannon, for having me. It's been a wonderful partnership working with the St. Christopher Fund over the years. Let's tell you a little bit about Ambest. We were founded in 1988. Ambest is a member-owned nationwide network of independent truck stops. 
and service centers. AMBEST locations are family-owned businesses where you're likely to see the owners with their sleeves rolled up and helping you and serving you as a cashier or food or taking out the trash. We pride ourselves and our quote is, we're families working for families, just like the drivers and the majority of our patrons. We take pride in finding the best locations along the busiest routes. So you'll always have a quality and best location wherever the drivers are traveling. You'll be sure to see friendly faces, clean facilities, and great values on the things that drivers need to continue bringing our products and services across the country. So Matthew, we're excited to have you join this podcast edition to talk about AMBEST and share a little bit about what you all do. I know that you have worked with us and partnered with us, of course, for the last several years, but tell our listeners how you got involved with the St. Christopher Fund. Shannon, it's funny, Dr. Donna Kennedy, the executive director of the St. Christopher Fund, she started cold calling us, wouldn't stop until we finally gave in. (laughs) No, in truth, we had a long history with another charitable organization. I kept telling Donna, we've got this tie with someone else. And she kept beating me down and saying, you know, give us a shot. So finally, we said as a group, you know what, in 2016, we will sponsor two charities. What we'll do with that is we'll split the donations we receive between the two. And so at our annual meeting in Nashville, Tennessee in 2016, the gracious donations of our membership were split between those two charities. We have been partnering with the St. Christopher Fund ever since. At the 2019 annual meeting, St. Christopher Fund became our only charitable organization. It's due to our courteous and compassionate nature of the AMBES membership and employees. We've raised over $83,000 for the St. Christopher Fund since 2016. Wow. That's a lot of donations raised in a very short period of time. That's a lot of driver families and drivers that have been impacted by the generosity of the AMBEST members. And we're greatly appreciative. We're thankful that you all gave us a chance. We know there are a lot of charities out there that companies and people can choose to donate. And so we're always thankful when people do choose us. And and we want to be as transparent about what we do and where our donations go so people are confident when they do make a donation to us. So thank you all for your support. Gosh, for the last, it's been four years now. That's an impressive number, over $83,000. And these are independent family-owned businesses. I think that says a lot too for your members, their heart to give back and their generosity to give back. And I think that says a lot. Tell our listeners what inspires the AMBEST members to continue supporting St. Christopher Fund year after year. As an organization and a membership, we know that without drivers, the wheels of commerce don't move. And the fact that St. Christopher Fund has helped over 2,900 drivers since its inception, and the fact that you know where $83,000 go because you do pay the bill holders directly, and you make sure that the drivers don't lose everything they own because of something they can't control, such as an injury or an illness. It really hits home with us because as you said, we are independent operators and entrepreneurs, just like many drivers out there. So we have that special bond because we're made from the same cloth. 
And that's one of the reasons we chose to do what we do the way we do it, paying bill holders directly. One, it takes stress off of the applicant when they're in a lot of times a very stressful situation by the time they reach out to us or when they hear about us. It takes a lot of stress off knowing we're going to take care of those and deal with those bill holders. But it also helps us be transparent to our donors. We can tell you exactly where every dollar went, who it went to, and what kind of expenses the money went to. So that's very important to us to be for coming with our sponsors and individual donors as well. Now, Shannon, Matthew told us about how it's built year over year for them. Tell us how the relationship from your side of it has built year over year. How's that relationship grown from 2016 to now? Ambest has an annual meeting. It's typically in November of every year. And so we go to the annual meeting and we get to have some booth space there so we can answer some questions, share some information about SCF and really get to know their members face to face. The beginning, of course, we were brand new and they had had a history with another charity. So we want to build relationships with people and we want to get to know people and we want them to get to know us and understand what we do and who we are and be comfortable offering their support. We attend their meeting every year and those relationships have just grown when we get there. Now we have names and faces and we look forward to seeing them. They look forward to seeing us. And so there's really been some good relationships built there. And I've had the pleasure of attending last year's meeting in 2019. I just had a really great time because everybody was very supportive and they were even saying, what else can we do? I had an opportunity to get up in front of the crowd to talk about and share what St. Christopher does, the difference that we've made. Matthew encouraged the membership to donate and they had a goal that they wanted to meet. And I'm just going to tell you, he's a friend. He's not just a corporate sponsor person that we talked to. He's a friend. He was just as passionate about St. Christopher Fund and the need for support as I was. By the end of the second or third day there, second day, I guess, I mean, I was in tears standing over to the side of the stage there, just listening to him talk, listening to him update the amount of donation that had come in for St. Christopher Fund. I was just in tears over there, and I think he and I were both crying before it was over, just at the generosity of people. They had fun doing it, too. They would challenge each other because they all know each other, and they're such friendly loyal group. And so they would say, well, if I donate this dollar amount, so-and-so you need to, I'm challenging you to match it. It's just fun to be a part of their group. They really do have a very comfortable, intimate group of members. Matthew, let me ask you this, playing off of what Shannon just shared. What has inspired your passion for SCF? Because from what Shannon shared, sounds like you are very personally invested in this and that's translated into firing a passion across AMBEST as well. Well, Greg, I do have a passion for it, but let me just state, I'm just the voice on this. Our members' generosity has gone above and beyond. As Shannon stated, just to give you that example, we had a goal of $25,000 at 2019's annual meeting, and our members hit that and went above and beyond and got over $31,000 just in a three-day time period for the St. Christopher Fund. I think that our membership deserves a big shout out for that. But my passion has probably come truthfully from seeing Shannon and Donna's passion. It's contagious. Seeing what they do and having the opportunity to go to their booths at the Mid-America Truck Show and different shows and see how they can light up a room when they talk about their organization. That is something that amazes me. I'm just proud to be associated with their group. 
Thank you, Matthew. You're going to make me cry again. Talking about the annual meeting, we know that's coming up in November, and AMBEST has the AMBUX Loyalty Grand Prize each year. Last year's prize, for those of you that didn't see it by chance, was a Polaris Slingshot S, which was very cool. Have you all decided what this year's grand prize is going to be? Shane, I'm glad you asked that. We have. First off, let me tell you that the AMBUX Driver Loyalty Card is the longest consecutively running driver loyalty card in our industry. Each year, along with numerous monthly and quarterly prizes, AMBEST presents one lucky driver with the AMBUX Grand Prize. This year, we are so excited to announce that it is a 1964 and a half convertible Mustang. So all of the Pony fans out there, and really anyone for that matter, need to make sure they go get an AMBUX card if they don't have one. And if you do, make sure it's registered because only cards that are registered can qualify for the random drawing to win It's just an absolute beautiful car. I would like for everyone to take a look at it, so make sure you go to our website, www.am-best.com, as well as follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can watch the updates to the car because we are actually having some work done to it to modify it, bring it back to as close to original as we can. For those of us who are not that deep into classic cars, tell us how you get a 1964 and a half. (laughs) Great question, Greg. The original Mustang came out as a half year, a 64 and a half. That was the very first one. The Iacocca released it because they weren't sure how it was going to do because no other car like this had ever been manufactured. When it came out, it was a huge hit. And then it started the first full year of production was 1965 and it's been going strong ever since. Matthew, we've really enjoyed spending some time with you. As we wrap up our segment here, what message would you like to share with drivers and our listeners who are out there on the front lines during the COVID-19 pandemic? Simply, thank you. I'm proud to be in an industry associated with strong and resilient drivers that are keeping freight moving across this country, keep the rest of us clothed and fed. In my eyes, they're all heroes, and we owe them a debt of gratitude for all that they've done. Amen. I would agree with that. I'll give that a third as well. One of the neat things to come out of this is that there is a genuine and deep appreciation for drivers because of this. People are realizing, wow, the shelves are empty. How do those shelves get filled? And so in working with drivers, Matthew, that's got to make you feel good about the industry. I stated this earlier and I get made fun of a little bit in the office because I have used it maybe too much, but the wheels of commerce do not move without a truck driver. That's Matthew Miller from AmBest. And Shannon, we've covered a lot of territory on this COVID-19 edition of the SCF Highway to Hope podcast. Yes, we have. There was a lot to catch up on. So thank you for taking the time and thank you everybody for listening to us. We are excited to share in our next episode of the SCF Highway to Hope podcast, a couple of introductions to brand new corporate sponsors that we have at SCF. We're going to be talking to Yokohama Tire as well as Omnitrack. And we're also going to share a beneficiary story from Chris and Shante Drew about their recovery and living through COVID-19. That story was very amazing because you got to hear the impact of SCF on the lives of two professional drivers. It really fulfills 
everything that SCF is about. And Shannon, this story is quite moving and unique because it was also captured on the PBS NewsHour, which I know had a big impact for SCF, right? Absolutely, it did. You know, our mission is saving lives and families one driver at a time. They were highlighted on the PBS NewsHour. That has brought about a lot of exposure for St. Christopher Fund. They were allowed to talk about the support we were able to give them as they recovered through COVID-19. That really has given us an awareness to a lot of people that didn't have any idea we were here. Chris and Shantae have helped bring in some significant donations, and they are very aware of that. We have made sure that they understand what their story has done for St. Christopher Fund as well. One of the things that was really cool about what we were able to do with Chris and Shantae is that we were able to go behind the scenes of how that came together, the experience they had with PBS, and their recoveries. So you're going to hear that. You're going to hear from Omnitrax. You're going to hear from Yokohama Tire. Let's give you a little bit of a taste of what you're going to hear on the next SCF Highway to Hope podcast. I was floored with the messages I got from everybody, whether it be to my private message or a direct message on Twitter showing support to us. There were thousands of comments on the PBS page underneath our video that they showed. So many of those comments were like, I want to know about the foundation. I want to give, I want to do this. I want to do that. So glad that you mentioned it because we had no idea drivers face this every day. A lot of people don't realize that drivers don't have health insurance. A lot of them don't. For us, we don't have health insurance. When Chris went to visit the hospital, luckily some of the things for COVID were covered under Medicaid. It was a huge impact. I've always loved giving back. So I've worked with a couple of nonprofits in the past. It really made a huge impact on me. It made me feel credible because they were there for us when we really needed it. So why not give back to somebody else? Why be that person to take the money and never return the favor? As other COVID cases start coming in, and no matter if it's COVID or not, I know that they'll be there for drivers. That's huge. My point in doing this whole thing and putting ourselves out there open to criticism and to positive results was to help other truck drivers that are in the industry. Care about the other people on the road with you. We're all doing the same job. We're all out here dealing with the same problems. Bend a little bit. And everybody's talking about their freedoms being impinged upon because they have to wear a mask. And I'm like, it's not a freedom, Okay. It's called, this is a rare event. Nobody can prepare for something like a virus like this. This isn't somebody out to get you because they're telling you to have to wear the mask. It's scary. You kill a lot of people. I mean, look at other past pandemics. You look at the Spanish flu. It killed 5 million people. Take it seriously and just bend. Well, Shannon, that's our preview of the next SCF Highway to Hope podcast. A lot of good things happening with SCF right now. Absolutely. And that's the awesome thing about these podcasts. We have the time to dig a little deeper into the background of the companies that are supporting us, as well as hear the backstory of beneficiaries. And so that's what's awesome about taking the time to talk with people on the podcast. We just have more time to break it down, get some details, get the ins and outs, and really just help people understand why people offer their support and what that support does for the men and women behind the wheel out there. You know, what we always call our highway heroes. Absolutely. And Shannon, as we close out this edition of the SCF Highway to Hope podcast, any final thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, we know that it's a difficult time out there for drivers, for all of the frontline heroes, for anybody that's experiencing financial difficulty or loss of a job or businesses shutting down. We know 
across the country in every aspect of life, people are being affected. We just want people to know that we're thinking about you. We have not forgotten about any of you. We wish we could help everybody out there. We know it's difficult and uncertain times. But we also know these professional drivers, man, they continue to go above and beyond. They're out there keeping that supply chain moving. They're committed to doing their job and doing it safely and doing it well and delivering everything that we need now and every day. So we just want to say thank you to all of the men and women behind the wheel. Thank you for doing what you do every day. Thank you to every individual and thank you to every company that offers a single dollar of support to St. Christopher Fund. You all are supporting these men and women out on the road and we cannot do what we do without each and every one of you. Once again, thank you for listening to Highway to Hope on the Podwheels Network. The Highway to Hope is the official podcast of the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. The Podwheels Network is proud to produce the Highway to Hope podcast in collaboration with the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. We'll have more new episodes of the Highway to Hope coming your way in the near future. We'd like to hear from you, our listeners. Please send your questions, your comments, and your ideas for what you would like to hear on the podcast to the following email address, info at podwheelsnetwork.com. That's info at podwheelsnetwork.com. The Podwheels Network would like to thank you for connecting with us today. You can stay up to date on the latest from the Podwheels Network by downloading the Podwheels app. It's available in the Apple Store and on Google Play. Just search Podwheels in either store and download the app. As we close out this edition of the Highway to Hope podcast, the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund and the Podwheels Network send our best for your continued safe travels out on the nation's highways. And as the country faces the COVID-19 national emergency, we would remind you that in addition to staying safe, you take the necessary steps to also stay healthy as you do the critical work of keeping the American supply chain moving.